Hi, this is Father Simon Lobo, and you are listening to the St. Benedict Parish Homily Podcast. Well, it's that time of the year again. We've made New Year's resolutions, and we're two weeks in. How, how have we done? Have we kept our New Year's resolutions? Oh, boy, we've got to make it at least to February, guys. We've got to try. We've got to try. I spoke to some people about what kind of New Year's resolutions they made for their spiritual life this year, and I'd like to share some of the answers because I think they're pretty common. The first one I got was that they want to read the Bible more. They want to read Scripture more and get to know the Old Testament a little bit better in 2018. Another person told me that they'd like to get better at praying, both making time for prayer, but also the quality of their prayer they'd like to improve. And another person said that they'd like to improve their relationship with God in 2018. They said, Father, I want to know how to hear and understand the voice of God. I said, that's a very interesting resolution. Where does that come from? They told me that they didn't feel like they've ever heard God speak to them, and they'd like to have that experience. Today, I'd like to help all of us, if our resolutions for our spiritual life fall into any of these categories, It's almost like a shot in the arm after that first response that you gave me to help get us back on the right track two weeks in in January. So today I'm going to open up the scriptures for us. I'm going to open up that first reading from the Old Testament so that we get to know who Samuel is and to understand the call that God gave to Samuel when he spoke to Samuel. And then from there I'm going to pull out three practical lessons that are connected with these resolutions. So that's our game plan for today. So who is this Samuel character? His parents were named Hannah and Elkanah. They were unable to have children. Samuel's mother, Hannah, tried to make a deal with God in prayer. Has anybody tried to pray that way, making a deal with God in prayer? If not, it goes something like this. God, if you do this for me, then I will do that for you. So Hannah's deal with God was if you bless us with a child, then we will give you this child back and he will serve you for his life. In time, they were blessed with a son named Samuel. They gave him the name Samuel because that word means God hears. So Hannah thought that God heard her prayer and answered her prayer. In a way, Hannah took this new child as a sign that God agreed to her proposed deal. When Samuel was old enough, then the parents fulfilled their end of the bargain. What they did was they sent Samuel to live and to work in a shrine to serve God that way with a priest who was there named Eli. In time, Samuel became the first major prophet of Israel. And also, once he was a prophet, he was asked to anoint and to bless the first two kings of Israel, King Saul and King David. So enough about that background. Let's look now at how God spoke to Samuel and how he called him and then pull out those lessons for us. So here we have this young boy named Samuel who's been given by his parents to live and to work in a shrine with a priest named Eli. Samuel's young, and a key phrase that stood out was that the boy did not yet know God. Samuel did not yet know God. So while Samuel was lying down, taking a nap, he hears 
uh, his name being called. Naturally, he does what any of us would do, rushes over to the only other person in the building, which is Eli, and says, oh, you, you called me, here I am, thinking that he's being called. But as we know, Eli wasn't calling the boy. It was God who was speaking to him. So what does Eli do? He dismisses the boy. Go back to bed. I wasn't talking to you. Don't worry about it. And these series of events repeat themselves as we heard three different times. God calls Samuel. Samuel rushes to Eli, says, yeah, what's going on? And Eli says, I wasn't talking to you. Go back to bed. So that was the series of events. But then after the third time that God spoke to him, something changed. Something changed drastically. Eli realized what was happening. The priest Eli realizes that the boy isn't dreaming, he isn't having a hallucination, but rather it is God who is speaking directly to the boy. So after that third time, Eli reveals to Samuel, this is God who is speaking to you. If this ever happens again, what you might need to do is respond and say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. Sure enough, God is patient with Samuel, and he calls him a fourth time. He responds and thus begins Samuel's relationship with God. So now that we've heard a little bit about the background, we understand what happened in that moment, let's draw out those lessons for us that are tied to our resolutions about improving prayer and our relationship with God. So the first lesson that we can learn today is that we need to have a relationship with God if we are to hear his voice. We need to have a relationship with God if we are to recognize his voice. God had to call Samuel four times before he properly responded to him. In fact, Samuel was only able to respond because Eli realized that it was God speaking to him. When Eli told Samuel the one calling was the Lord, that was the moment, that very moment, was when the relationship began between Samuel and God. Notice how Samuel had to be introduced to God. Someone who already had a relationship with God had to introduce him. What does this say to us then? We can easily wonder, maybe even judge or be critical of other people, of family members or friends who do not pray, who do not go to church, who don't spend time reading scripture, but maybe it's because they do not yet know God. Maybe they don't yet have a relationship with him. Maybe they need you or I to introduce them to God so that when the Lord speaks to them, that they may be able to listen and hear his voice. Maybe God has been calling them and they just haven't recognized it yet. They haven't realized who it is. Maybe God's been speaking to them for years. But like Samuel, they've thought it's just a dream, maybe a hallucination. They'll say things like, oh, I was just imagining that, or that's just a coincidence. No, you and I know that those are those moments when God is speaking to us powerfully. You and I know who it is that is speaking to them. But without someone like you or I to introduce them to God, to help put, connect the dots to them, they may just miss it. They may totally misunderstand what's happening. They may be confused when they hear the voice of God speaking. But you and I know that those moments is the Holy Spirit speaking to their heart in a very powerful way. When we have a relationship with God, we can hear his voice. 
when he speaks to us. Let me share something personal with you to help illustrate this story or this point. Before I was born, my father would speak to me every night through my mother's stomach, every night without fail. Even before I was born, I could hear his voice speaking to me regularly. Now, I was born premature, and I had to stay in the hospital for several weeks in an incubator before I could go home with mom and dad. In the hospital, there were many babies in this, this room, all in incubators. And my parents would come and visit me, and they'd spend time, and I would hear my dad speaking to me, and he would say my name, Matthew, Matthew. And the nurses were so amazed because of all the little babies there and even through the glass window, what I would do is I would turn my little body to face him and sometimes even reach towards that voice. Why? Because I recognized him. I knew that voice. I had a relationship with him. It was a voice that was familiar to me. Once we develop a relationship with God, when we hear his voice, we too will turn to him. We will hear him, we will recognize him, and be able to respond to him. Second lesson, God is patient with all of us. God is patient with all of us. Looking at the call of Samuel, it took four calls before Samuel was able to respond. Yet God was patient because he loved Samuel and he had a purpose for his life. So too is God patient with each one of us. God is patient with each one of us because he wants a relationship with us. God even sent Eli into Samuel's life so that he could help him to hear and respond to his voice. Similarly, God sends people into our lives to help us hear and answer God's call to us. For some of us, we respond the first time that God calls, and others, it takes us many tries, sometimes years of calls, decades of tries before we respond to God's voice, inviting us to know him, to love him. Because our God loves us, because our God is patient, our God is merciful, and our God sends people to us to help us journey with him, to hear his voice, and to grow in a relationship with him. The third lesson, to grow in prayer, we need to stop doing all the talking. If we want to grow in prayer, we need to stop doing all the talking. Eli teaches Samuel how to respond to God's voice. After the third time that God calls Samuel, Eli tells him, that's God speaking to you. That's what prayer is all about, is God speaking to us and us listening to God, not just us talking to God. It has to go both ways. For Samuel to hear God's voice, he needs to stop, open his ears, and listen. Eli told him what words to use. He said, say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So that's a great phrase maybe that you and I can use in our prayer times to start things off, maybe to listen to stop talking, to stop thinking about everything that we're busy doing. Enter into that silence. Just listen for God's voice. So often when we pray, we do all the talking, right? God, I want this. Or Lord, you've got to help me with this. And we go on and we go on. Eli's advice to us, just like it was to Samuel, is to say, to stop and to say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. And then to wait to wait. 
Yes, just sit in the silence. Just wait. Don't be afraid of the silence. Don't be anxious of what's coming up next. We've got to stop thinking and just enter into listening. Don't be uncomfortable with the time. You're thinking about what's next. That's how we listen. That's how we listen. We wait and listen for God's soft and still voice. If we do all the talking in prayer, we're not saying, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. Rather, what we're saying is we're saying, listen, Lord, your servant is speaking. <laughs> Isn't that ridiculous? When does that ever work in life? That doesn't get us anywhere in relationships. Every relationship you have, you need to be a good listener. It has to go both ways. We need to be patient, letting the other person finish what it is that they're saying, not cutting them off. Being receptive to what it is that is on their mind, what's important to them. Think about it when your spouse or your kids or your boss or whoever comes up to you with this long list of things you need to do. And they don't ask you how you're doing or what's on your mind or how you're feeling or anything. It doesn't make us feel pretty good, does it? We feel like it's just one-way communication. So why do we treat God like that sometimes in prayer? God isn't a genie that we go to whenever we need something, and that's the extent of our relationship. That's not a relationship. It has to go both ways. Eli reminds us that God is God. He is reminding us that we are creatures and that God is the creator that we must come before God in a spirit of humility when we pray, open to listening to what it is he has to share with us. What is his will? So often we pray, what is my, your will for me, Lord? Have we stopped to listen to what his will is? In prayer, we need to give God the opportunity and the time to speak to us. In prayer, we need to give God the opportunity and the time to speak to us. That's what it means when we say or we enter into our prayer time saying, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So this year, let's work on our spiritual resolutions, learning from Samuel and Eli how to improve our relationship with God, remembering that God is always patient with us. And then when we are in prayer, giving God the opportunity to speak Maybe beginning our prayer times with those words, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. Thanks for listening. If you want to see the video version of the homily, please go to our website, saintbenedict.ca, S-A-I-N-T, benedict.ca, and then follow the link to our live stream.